If nirvana is not arisen, how can consciousness take it as an object? Um, to my understanding, it cannot. A person have, has to have a first glimpse of nibbana before uh, it can the the consciousness can take nibbana as an object so a stream enterer for example can take nibbana as an object but um, someone who has not had any um, experience what of uh, whatsoever length cannot take Nibbana as an object for meditation. But Bhante is back. I, uh, the question... I see. I got it. You got it? Okay. Mm. So I said my part. How can consciousness take it as an object? It's just a manner of speaking. I don't know what the Pali is exactly that says mind takes Nibbana as an object. See, this is a technical, nitty-gritty question that I have no idea about. What does the text? What does the text actually say? What do the Abhidhamma texts actually say? Because the the objects of mind are called aramana. Now, is nibbana considered an aramana? I suppose it would be considered dhamma aramana. But it's just a word. It means the the focus of the mind. Where is the mind? bent upon? What is the mind set upon? What has the mind averted to? In which direction has the mind gone? Has the mind um, connected with the eye? Or has it connected with the ear? Has it connected with the uh, tongue, the, the nose, the tongue, the body, or the, or the heart, the, 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 the thoughts? Or has it connected with non-arising? So it's really just a a figure of speech, you know. And from from a scientific point of view, you you and really the the point is, you know, as as Sariputta said, you know, as as the Buddha taught, um, says that the nibbana is the non-arising of the five aggregates. So that's the non-arising of Vinyana as well. Vinyana doesn't arise. So it's uh, you know it, it's all just technical as to whether you say that the mind has taken nibbana as an object because that mind hasn't arisen or the mind has entered into cessation is what you might say. Uh, and so in order to stay technically correct, you have to say that the mind is taking X as an object. But really, all it means is is the mind has has uh, come to a, a state of cessation during that time. There's no thinking. There's no awareness. There's no ooh. This is what nibbana feels like. No, it's none of that. There can't be. Otherwise, it's not nibbana. If it ever comes that you have an experience that this is nibbana or a realization, this is the experience of freedom of enlightenment. Then it's not the experience of freedom of enlightenment because it's arisen. I am not sure where exactly I read uh, 
it, but I'm very sure. I think it was Mahasi Sayadaw. Uh, he wrote that, or possibly somebody else wrote, that uh, only a stream enter can take Nibbana as an object, not before. Right, this is what you said. Let's, let me, let's explain that clearly. A stream enter is the moment of the first moment of the realization of Nibbana. So uh, all, all that means is that what it means to be a stream enter is someone who's seen Nibbana. Mm. So it's redundant to say that because it's the definition, the very definition of stream enter is one who has has come to the realization of Nibbana. Yeah. The, the first moment is Maganyana. The next moment and any subsequent moments are Palanyana. So the first one is already a sotapanna. The the first moment of realizing nibbana that's called sotapatipala. Uh, I can't remember what the person is. Sotapati uh, or sotapati maga pugala or something like that. The person who has who has reached the path of sotapanna. So for one moment, they're the first. They're actually, you know, this um, the supatipano you know, talk about atta purisa pugala. Mm -hmm. There are actually eight people. So what are the eight holy people? The eight holy people is because the first moment, that person is different from the next moment. The first moment, the defilements are being cut off. And this is different from the second moment where the defilements are already cut off. So it's very technical and you have to know a little bit about Abhidhamma to understand it. But the first moment is a different person from the next moment. Mm. But the meaning is, the, the the moment of realizing nibbana. So, if if an ordinary person did realize nibbana, that would mean they're now a sotapanna. Mm -hmm. They're now in the first moment sotapati manga. So, that that f becoming of an of a sotapanna is the realization of nibbana. Is yeah. taking nibbana as the object. But but then from then on, mm. when when the person when that person meditates as there is the, that first glimpse of nibbana, mm. can take. Nibbana as an object for further meditations. That uh, that's how I understood the question. Not not actually cannot actually take nibbana as an object. Can infer the piece of nibbana. If you read, there's actually um, upasamanusati, which is um, reflection or recollection of peace. In the Visuddhimagga, it's one of the ten anusatis. Upasamanusati, which which really does mean taking nibbana as an object, mm. uh, but it has to be through inference because you can't think back to what nibbana is like. You can only think back to the peace that comes from it, and um, somehow refer back to it or, or or connect with the idea of it, the state of your own uh, peace that you have gained from nibbana. So in that sense, yeah, only a sotapanna. I, have, I, I remember reading through that about Upasamanusati and I think it's clear that only a Sotapanna can, can practice that meditation. But the actual taking, that's not the taking of Nibbana as an object. The taking of Nibbana as an object would be entering into Palasamapati, mm -hmm. where the Sotapanna goes back and goes to the, the, goes back to the 15th stage of knowledge mm -hmm. and enters into, into Palasamapati. Anyway, it's pretty technical. <laughs> <laughs>